I love it. All right, good evening, everyone, and welcome to I'm Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined today by Bob. Hi. Who's creeping into the microphone like a real, <sighs> real creepy guy. Are you filming me? Yes. <laughs> That's how this <laughs> didn't works. Didn't know filming was part of this? Uh, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Um, yeah, so... I'll be more relaxed from now on. Oh, perfect. <laughs> okay, Bob has taken some ah. very, very strong weed that is knocking him on his ass. And it's like it, a single hit of weed, dude. Yeah, and it is destroying you from the inside. Nah, this is going to be our best episode yet. Okay, perfect. Uh, so, you know what? Uh, honestly, we started really late. It took us forever to set up, so I'm going to say we just start now. Jam. Jam, sucker, jam. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Alien. There it is. It's already yeah. up on the spindle right now. Uh, it's good. Yeah. You know, it's always been good. It's Declan Shelby. It's great. Yeah. You're going to like it if you like Alien. That's, That's true. Kind of the deal. Uh, but you know what? I don't know why this is here. Probably because I was just reading it. So I'm going to go out of order. Oh, no. <gasps> is it Batman Off World? No, it's Batman Silent Night. Ah, uh, it's fun. I like it. It is. It's super fun. Uh, it's, fun. it's. I mean, I, I won't say it's super fun because, spoiler alert, there's another book out this week that <laughs> is super fun, and I don't, I can't compare anything to it because it might literally be my favorite Batman comic of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it pretty might good. quite literally be that, I think. Nice. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is great, but uh, here is Spider-Man Gang War, which yeah. I'm also actually enjoying quite the a bit. The intrigue of the gang war. Yes. And uh, Animal Pound. It's this depressing. Is, this is a big one this week, but only for people who like to be fucking depressed. <laughs> I, yeah, it's. I mean, it's a story about a bunch of animals that take over their pound. So I guess it's like an animal farm like thing. It's but a like, riff on animal farm. You know, farm. I'm like, hey, I know what comic I'm gonna make. It's based on Animal Farm. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, whatever. It's just not my thing. It's it fine. Is, I it actually is, really like the art. It's good. Peter Gross is awesome. It definitely feels like something that, like, like this has been done several times. Yeah. I mean, there, there have been plenty There's of- a lot of captions in this comic book. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I, I don't know why we needed uh, anyone to talk to us about the dangers of Stalinism in 2023. Mm, I don't, yeah. I don't feel like Stalinism <laughs> is really the problem right it's now. It's really, it's, it that's, might be, it's the, that is the problem is that you don't realize how oh, big a problem Stalinism exactly. is for our modern society. I'm so, I'm so worried that Stalin is going to be elected governor God, of Maine. It would really just be the worst possible thing for America <laughs> as a country. Yes, uh, because those big mustaches. So these would come animals back into... will teach you what you need to know about uh, but, how to how to I don't know how to avoid Stalin, uh, yeah. how to find Stalin in a crowd and not talk to him. Uh, guys, this book is fucking depressing. Um, I just yeah, want to sure say, it's fine. I can't believe this is anyone's cup of tea, uh, and I feel like this needs a, a warning ahead of it because, like, for me, I thought We Three was depressing, and this is like. This is shooting fish in a barrel again. Like it's it's literally taking animals that you care about as like your surrogate children. That thing that we've all done to you know not have to have kids, so we have animals so that we can put that stuff off onto them. And then they're like, let's torture the shit out of them. Uh, it begins with the euthanasia of a dog named Lucky, and then he becomes the the warning cry for the entire pound and the the call of remember Lucky echoes through the entire book as they take over the pound and it's sad it's fucking sad yeah. man uh, it's it's not what i'm looking for i it's i will I not be say. continuing but i will say i do really like the art of peter gross the art is great very talented the story artist. is great it is it, it is a 
quality book. But again, sure. you got to know what the fuck you are signing on for. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's, there's definitely people who that's their that's their thing. They wanna they want that. So yeah, if I, it's if that's you, it's your book. Here it is. Unfortunately, I am too soft and I cannot handle it. Yeah, I just had a pet pass away yeah like i'm not super into like you know i'm not even looking at like the superhero one where it's like i'm gonna solve mysteries i'm a dog <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> you know, like, like, no, let this, alone this yeah exactly this like this was not not for me today uh anyway uh but uncanny adventures i love it yeah it was fun i was, uh, it was su- great superhero stuff it's great fun superhero stuff it's yeah. throwaway but it is great throwaway. i don't stuff. know and i'm like i know you're not excited about it but i think og a first appearance rogue is a, like that's a look i think okay, it's time it for it to come back. absolutely and i i was not excited about it when you mentioned it but then when i saw how they did it yeah. i was like oh that's fucking yeah, clever it was so very, I, very, I was, very good moment i was super into it once i saw how it was done yeah uh, and here it is. This is the book I'm talking about. I believe this to be the, like, for me, this is my favorite Batman book. I think of all time. I'm going to go on That's record. Cool. As of two issues in, this is my favorite Batman book ever. I think it is a very fun, very fun Batman comic that I very much enjoyed reading, and <laughs> I think it's very good. I would not say best, but, like, I respect it. Absolutely. I don't... Punch pop. As a, as a person, <laughs> as uh, for... This has been a, a personal journey of growth for me to try to not ever say best in anything hmm. because it doesn't exist in art and I refuse to believe that there is a best. Yeah. Uh, well, you didn't really say best. You said like my, favorite. Like my favorite. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's I, that's totally respectable. It's a badass, like, I don't know, Batman, like <laughs> on a spaceship, survival for the, yeah. you know, but then Punchbot. But then Punchbot. Punchbot and- is worth it. For, it's just worth it for Punchbot. It absolutely is. And I, you know, I, I'm, I think probably I was, writing. I was softened up for a sad robot moment because <laughs> I'd already read the sad dogs moment. And I was like, okay, uh, fine. I've already seen the most depressing thing I can see this week. So that didn't hurt me that much. And usually a sad robot moment hurts I felt me. like there was an inherent positivity in, in the, in absolutely the tale of Punchbot. The t- and, uh, <laughs> and, which is what this comic should be called. Punch. Like it's, yes. he's the, he's the through line. In he's the, the hero. I shouldn't say he is Punchbot. I don't they. know what the gender of Punchbot yeah. robot is, but it's really good and has an arc for Punchbot sure. Loves great, punching. great arc. Yes, uh, <laughs> and being punched. I dug it. It's, it was a really fun comic. Really fun. Again, the pitch I think just in general is like the smartest pitch I, I've ever heard. Just for for Batman, like the idea that he's on Earth. And the second he realizes there's an alien that he can't beat up, that drives him insane. (laughs) He gets on a spaceship and goes into outer space, gets locked into a fucking space prison so that he can fight aliens until he learns how to beat them. Which is awesome. Boom. Genius. Anyway. That's really good. (laughs) That's that's, That's the Batman that I like. And also the idea of his redemption in the the Punchbot interaction in yeah. this is also my batman Definitely. you know like there are so many writers well, yeah, the, the, who would have pissed that fucking moment away having it be like a marking point in the sand of like batman doesn't kill batman doesn't like he doesn't kill it doesn't matter where he is batman doesn't kill and i think that's really the thing that's the coolest thing about yes. batman and so and this is a line in the sand book yeah like he really like it, it's it's done well and i 
I really appreciate that because a lot of people like your Zack Snyder's of yes. the world are kind of just like Batman doesn't give a shit. And it's like, yeah. that's not like no. if you read Batman, he like, you know, shit. like that's, that's like, the deal. He, he doesn't gives a lot of a shit. And that's what makes dies. him so like, important. Yeah. And like, and that difference is because he's trying to limit casualties and yeah. It's the called, idea like, of, being heroic. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, and the idea of redemption and all of those things that he has... There is there is an inherent positivity in the idea that you don't kill because you believe that there is redemption for everyone. I mean, and yeah. I think that's really important. It, honestly, like, I, not to get, like, too far down the road, but, like, a big point of how I develop my th- feelings about capital punishment and, like, yeah. death, like came out of like reading these comics when I was a kid. And Absolutely. I think that it's like really important. Exactly. And personally. I think that is, I think that's true. I think. So that, I love that. That's like, yeah. Yeah. Inherent anyway. And speaking <laughs> of great, well, Batman. But th- speaking of really great Batman stuff, oh. uh, Batman, Superman world's finest. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. We're, we're continuing to go down the road to kingdom come. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, Batman year one, part three is out. That is the, Oh, the reprint. Reprint. And here's one that you liked. I really liked it. In fact, actually, called Beyond Real Number One. If if we're doing like pick of the week kind of stuff, yeah, sure. like which seems to be a thing that people are interested in, this this would definitely be mine for the week's books. I think really? it was really strong, nice. very strong number one, very cool uh, premise. I mean, it's a little you've read yeah. aspects of oh, it yeah. probably before. You know, it's not like. But the, the storytelling of it is actually very much like in, in a way, like kind of like you mentioned we three. So maybe just quietly is in my mind as like a visual, but like mm. some of the visuals of this. Oh, book I actually get, totally like, agree with you. I think yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I think I was thinking that when I was looking at it, that yeah. there is a quietly vibe to this. Yeah, like definitely like the planes and like how she moves through the but the basic the premise of it is uh to uh, a couple and then they're in the car accident and one of them comes out of it in a coma and the other one can like basically see through the matrix to use that analogy but it really is kind of that and um, it gets pretty like it's just really well illustrated it's the characters are good like the writing isn't bad it's uh, I shouldn't even that sounds negative to say the writing isn't bad I do think the writing is good but we'll see beyond the first issue like right, whether I it agree. ends up being you know but for now it's a good promising start and i really the coloring is amazing in it well of course yeah. trudy Belair. yeah uh borealis not borianis but borealis <laughs> borianis would be cooler <laughs> this, this is of course the behind the scenes of bones uh Bore, the borianis documentary yes it's sort of a val kilmer kind of uh documentary about the career of david borianis i would 100 percent, at the very least pick up and read a comic about <laughs> david borianis i'm not even gonna lie uh, yeah same i would if it came out if, if it was on the shelf i would have read it and been like sick Mostly, <laughs> like, maybe, mostly about or, the making of what it was it Cupid or Valentine or whatever his shitty horror oh, movie was. It I was almost unwatchable. Anyway, this is Borealis. Hallmark movies. You need to Borealis curse the darkness. There's like a thing that happens in this comic that relates to the Borealis. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell you this for a fact. <laughs> I almost spit out my water <laughs> when you said that. Wow. Thank you so much. It's that kind of deep <laughs> insight into That's why you bring me into this. That I, that's why you're here. Um, 
This is another one of those things. This is another one of my fucking soapbox for, you know, the the world is being destroyed by celebrities going into comics. Mm. Uh, But you know what? Whatever. This is better than I would have expected. Borealis? Oh, it's fine. Yeah, it's somebody from fucking Battlestar Galactica who is gives it? a shit. I don't but, know. I didn't. I didn't know. So I just like approached it as a comic, and it was sort of like I. I get that there's some kind of action that's taking place that is related to the Borealis, the, and also the action in it. Speaking of, is very interesting. Like I actually really liked the. Yeah. I liked the the framing of the action scenes. There's a lot of like gunplay, kind of like uh, super spy kind of stuff going on in the. Yeah, background. I think that was what kind Which of pulled me out of it a little surprising well, for what I, what I thought it was going to be about but it wouldn't that wouldn't put me off necessarily it's just that it was kind of like almost like a supernatural angle to this it was like mm-hmm. is it a spy story or is it a supernatural story and kind of like I just some things just don't draw my attention that's all I'm sh- this is a very uh, well produced comic and actually looking at it the cover is pretty cool nice job Borealis I also found out that one of our friends is falling into the doing a comic with a celebrity trap and i was just like for fuck's sake <laughs> hey ben bishop what are you doing you're oh, doing a fucking what's comic a celebrity with, uh one of the wayans brothers oh wow all I right <laughs> i, I mean whatever it, it, you know it's it, not it's the gonna... homie the clown comic i was like well then what the fuck <laughs> who gives a shit it's uh, gonna draw in some it's an audience thing i mean i think like if you're you're also go, i think i, I say mean, go for it ben i mean he is uh, He's a writer, you know. He's done. He's done stuff. Oh, so. is he writing the thing for the? the no, no, no. He's he's doing the art. But uh-huh. I mean, I think the, the I think it's Sean Wayans. It's one of the ones that was like who has actually written stuff. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations. That sounds cool. Good enough. Fine. I don't know. I mean, I want to make fun of him for it, but you can be <laughs> nice and positive. You can make fun of him for okay, it, but good. I think that it's good I'm, that he's making only, money. I'm only doing it in a friendly way. I'm not being serious. I like the fans making money. That's my. I do too. Into it. Yep. Put that kid through college, Ben. Uh, Okay, so uh, Cap Wolf and his amazing Howling Commandos. Yeah. Uh, This is a great comic. Yeah, it's fun. Straight up awesome fucking comic. Nice. Whatever. Um, (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. I'll kill when nobody says great comic book. This is a Captain America wolf. Uh, Catwoman. I dropped Catwoman. (laughs) Right before the Feast of the Flamingo? Correct. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. It's just like now it's like she has nine lives and she gets a little tattoo every time she dies. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Okay. <laughs> sure. It's for someone. It's it's fine. Just like Creep Show is for someone. Yeah, that was a good Creep Show. It really was. I, I looked Fucking at the Nick, Nick Trigrata one. Yeah. That was so crazy that Very, he did that one. I also like that it was like a... Like a box chain store story. I thought that <laughs> was pretty like just condemning people who don't return their carts. <laughs> well, I, and also if you scratch up expensive cars. Yeah, like the kid was like legit causing damage to someone's car by for oh, nothing. It's like, a real people. Did he deserve what happened to him? Story. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a little weird, but the art's good and and it's uh, no, it's, it's fine. A, it's about the emotional state. It's about the it's about the intention of his actions as opposed to the yeah. Results. Well, isn't he also like selling drugs and shit? And, like he's like that because that's like the worst thing you could possibly it's the ever worst do thing you can do. Fucking sell drugs, Bob. That's why you're not going to heaven. I've already <laughs> told you this. <laughs> Just because I did drugs, let alone yeah. selling them. That's yeah. like going to like the lower levels. That's like, no, yeah. God. God likes commerce. God is a oh. God is a capital. That elevates you. Okay. Yes. All right. I guess I should have tried harder. You should have tried harder. Uh, Daredevil. 
Black Armor. You like this one, right? I do. Oh, I you actually, do. I really do. I honest to God think this is a great comic. Yeah. Uh, I, well, great. I honest to God think this is a really fun comic to read. It reminds me of when comics in the early 2000s were good, or like right. late 90s. Yeah. It's just a bunch of punchy characters that are punching and there's just, there's just fun <laughs> there's dumb some swinging there's some jumping there's yeah. some breaking there's yeah. some punching there's there's popping there's locking there's... <laughs> i don't know i don't remember that that'd be cool <laughs> i seem to remember it uh okay. they should bring ace back for some popping and locking they need to bring ace back ace three i mean they can't bring ace back because we, I think we all know that he's Prince and Prince is dead. Well, or Prince may have faked his death. But Ace is still alive. Prince lives on in Ace. In Ace, I think maybe that's true. Could. Uh, the Deviant. Yeah, this is a weird, creepy Santa. <laughs> I like it. It's good. It's good. It's yeah. got good art. It's creepy, creepy Santa stuff. And yeah, although there wasn't much Santa presence in this one, he is on the cover. At least we've got him on the cover. Yeah. He's in it. Uh, Doctor Strange 10. Oh, the, man. The art has officially lost me, but that's I too like bad. Story. I don't hate the art. Uh, the story was very good, and I liked... Um, it's verging on, like, Green Lantern levels of too much color and, like, not enough black line work for me. Okay. But... It didn't It didn't do that for me, uh, but I can see the coloring specifically. I'm not it's a big getting, fan of Marvel's house style. bombastic. But I mean, it's getting to that, like... Uh, it's pretty straightforward. There's also, like, a good moment with um, Bats, the dog. I, there is a really good Bats. And I like how he, like, like, deals with the the general version of Doctor Strange. Like, he's actually, like, pretty smart. I, I agree. There's there's a lot of... There's good, a lot of, hook. like... And also, there's actually a lot of good, like, that kind of Marvel thing. Like, the, like with Batman. Like, kind of going back to the moral center of the character absolutely which i yeah. think is i'm seeing that a lot more in the writers now that like th- there's a lot of pushback to the dark everything and people just like being like yeah but what about like if they were heroes <laughs> yeah yeah i would 100 percent be psyched if that was like a thing that happened universally i, I feel like, like I, think I'm, I feel like i'm like... seeing it across the board yeah i really do like I, i'm seeing it uh, th- in fact there's a comic this week that's another one of my favorite books this week that's coming way at the end but uh man amazing nice so let's get What's to next? uh jay garrick the flash with the cartooniest version of whatever her name is the boom which <laughs> is like the regrettable name but like the series is fun it's fine sonic if you're not a dc person it's not going to do anything for you well if you're not a Geiger person, then Geiger Ground Zero is not going to do anything for you. Either. I mean, honestly, Geiger is a very DC book. Uh, it is. I mean, it's like literally, it's just like dude, here's he like get away from it. He's he's a DC I mean, it's guy. A, it's through a and through one hundred percent pastiche. Like he's Doctor Phosphorus, and there's a fucking GI yeah. robot, and I mean, there's so much. There's so much very DC shit in this. Yes, very much, very much weird war kind of stuff. It's, he basically just did World like, War. Yeah, yeah, and and some of the mystery books too. But yep. like, it's it's not this. This feels like is. this feels like a pitch for a Weird War series that didn't get made. And yes, was like, I'm just gonna make it myself. That's exactly what it feels like. It's like this is my DC shit that they didn't make, yep. and like I mean, Junkyard Joe alone is like just you could it could not possibly be more. That's like blatantly if, if he didn't have obvious. a good right. If he didn't have a good relationship with DC. 
I feel like he would have been sued. <laughs> Probably, it's yeah. So it's so pretty. Like even the like on the, the nose, yeah. even the design. But he does have Gary Frank drawn it, so it looks great. It does. You know? it's, yeah. All those fun. books are gonna look great. So, oh man, we got a great looking book coming up soon. I see yes, it. I see there it, it on is. The stack. God, <laughs> it's not God. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, I this, this is I didn't bother reading. This, this is like personally. incomprehensible Hickman nonsense. Yeah, if uh, it's for a fan of that, oh, if absolutely. you're a fan of Hitch- you, Hickman, you want this. But I mean, but if I if care. you want a deep dive into Marvel's magic, like like anything else, they get Hickman when they want to get somebody who basically is like a scientist who's going to explain how magic works in the Marvel universe, which is not something I care about. Well, it's like all these things that like, and and it's not specific to him, but it is indicative of him. It's just like, Hey, like here's this thing you like, well, how about if it became even more complicated? Right. It's just like, you know, I don't know. It's not exclusive to him, but boy, no, it is not. He, he has a, uh, he has a stranglehold on But him. I don't. It doesn't interest me. Like, I got as complicated with this shit as I needed to get in the 80s. Yep. And I, uh, agree. I don't, you know, I mean, I don't, that's not Same. said I'm not totally close to, like, different stories, but the way this is written is not for me. Yeah, Hickman's great, but uh, yeah. it's just not my thing. Uh, but you know what is my thing? What? Sweet Jiminy Jillikers. Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla is so good. War for Humanity. This, he scored... So hard when he found this fucking artist. Yeah, he's great. This What's his is, name again? Uh, forget. Jake Smith. He Jake has, Smith. He has he's this awesome. name that is so unmemorable. Yeah. It's like, dude, go to the Marvel naming yourself school. Call yourself Sabolsky or something. J- Jake Lee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jakey Lee, uh, guitarist for Ozzy Osbourne on the Bark at the Moon album and uh, All right. Ultimate Sin. Okay. Two two ones to not be the worst to be on. Two, I mean, mostly, good. mostly because he's a great fucking guitar player. I Ultimate Sin is one of my favorite Aussie records. I don't I think I've ever heard it. it. It's great. Nice. Uh, I like it because it's the soundtrack to The Wraith, too, oh. uh, which is great. But, uh, man, nice. this... Yeah, so it's really good. Me. It continues so the story. Good. If you're not on board, wait till the trade or go get the back issues because it's really fun. If I had a tattoo artist that said, for free... I would like to tattoo your entire body, starting at your neckline, all the way to your feet, with only art from this book. I would say yes. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. One hundred percent. Say, go for it. Let's do it. If I don't have to pay <laughs> for it, I will do that. Nice. <laughs> it's really good, and then the story is 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 sort of like a zombie kaiju mashup thing where there's this disease that's gotten into the kaijus and it's infecting the people too and everybody's puking this black shit and and then they're trying to get Godzilla there's like a squad of like that archetype of like giant robot driving team and they are they are trying to get Godzilla but Godzilla is busy with Godzilla's little kid and so they have to I can't remember the name of it Godzilla's kid is named Manila Manila okay that one and so they have to trick Godzilla into attacking it's this amazing. It's so fucking good. Yeah. So it's worth it's worth checking out. It's really and good. I mean, My I, favorite Godzilla book of since Godzilla in Hell, oh, for sure. I mean hundred percent. And this is uh Andrew McLean is also doing a doing a bang up job as yeah. well. But it's it's good when a it's, when an artist writes yeah. for an artist. But it's really hard to to stand up to that art as far as like you're not gonna stand out when you have this artist that's just doing 
just uh, some of my favorite art ever. It's oh my it's God. it's pretty cool when you have uh, two covers and one of them is by Andrew McLean and you're choosing the other one because I, know. I <laughs> it's I like it's just it. that much more awesome. Like you probably if you're like a real serious like love Godzilla art kind of thing, you'd want both. Oh, it's just it really like this guy scratches that itch for when you when you see the packaging for Japanese toys and you're just like, I have to have this and I don't know who the fuck Inframan is. <laughs> I don't care. This packaging is just so beautiful and it's calling out to me. That's his artwork. That's what it's doing. I'm trying to remember the name of that thing that ra- uh, <laughs> Rainbow Love Man. What the fuck was that called? Rainbow Love Man. It was called Rainbow Man. I mean, Spectra Man is is a guy. Yeah, Infra Man is a guy. Keep um, going with the comics. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure well, out the name. Well, it's of it. pretty easy to keep going with Green Lantern War Journal because I do not really care for it. Yeah, he gets a ring in it again. If hmm. you are if you are, are like don't want the Green Lanterns to just have the Green Lantern power without a ring, I you're like you want the ring. I do want the ring. That's their they figured that out. <laughs> does he have to? Does he have to put his hands together? And join the ring and, and say, say thing, thing ring, ring do, do your, your thing. thing. In fact, he does. Oh, uh. <laughs> so now I like it again. Yes, it's, it's a now a staple of <laughs> no problems between Marvel and DC over this. No plan because, because Marvel has completely distanced themselves from the thing ring. Does it wait? No, the thing ring. Warrior came of back. Love, Rainbow Man is the thing I was thinking of. Warrior of Love, Rainbow Man, amazing. Yeah, I am going to watch it. But they brought the thing ring back, right? I think at some point, yeah, because they did the for... the FF and it was the Alred book, and they had uh, it was like, I think it was there was a char- new character that had the thing suit. Yes, it was Miss Thing. Yeah, Miss Thing, and she's come Jeez. back too. Only that guy could do that. <laughs> oh, but uh, anyway, yeah. I think she had like the ring, maybe or I something. I think she or... did. I think that I don't was the really deal. Remember. Somebody I was brought back. It. Somebody brought back the thing ring, and I loved it. I I loved his FF. I thought it was phenomenal nice that was the second f for me (laughs) fantastically phenomenal oh uh harley quinn is black white and redder there's actually some really good uh art in this book and uh i would love to have enough money to be able to buy every single thing i wanted because like it's cool it's funny that like that bruno redondo who draws nightwing has been like not drawing nightwing for a while now and he has like a book, a story in this, and he has a he did Superman this week as well. So it's like they're pulling him off a of Nightwing, and hmm. I it's a it's too bad because I really like the Tom Taylor Redondo mashup. They have made some really great comics together over yeah. the last bunch of years. Anyway, whatever. What's I next? Agree. Um, you know what? Hot girl is next. Hot girl. Hot girl. <laughs> it's Hawk girl summer, of course. <laughs> I mean, the fact that there hasn't been a Hawk Girl Summer book, that, you know, out, I don't know why. Put it out in the ether. It's, yes, uh, it's, it'll become should. part of the zeitgeist. It absolutely should. Uh, but uh, you know what? The Hawk Girl Summer Anthem. I just started, I like, while you were talking, I started flipping this book. And it's really good. What is it? Hawk Girl? Hawk Girl. Yeah, no, the art is actually pretty good. I just... The characters are really interesting. All these, like, weird animal people. Like, I I had ignored this. Now I'm actually kind of thinking I want to read it. Yeah, I I didn't end up sticking with this comic um, because it didn't... Honestly, like, it just didn't have enough Hawk shit in it. Like, it was, Mm. like, all about the extra characters. Like, I mean, not, like, Hawk bird poop. Like, just, like... (laughs) 
hawk st- like hawk centric stuff like I, i'm a dc guy i've you did a hawk girl book i want the hawk girl to flap around and fucking smack people with a mace like that's at least give me a little bit of that give me you know? more flapping jesus the flapping the, the smacking you need <laughs> so this issue did have more of that more flapping and smacking please it did uh hexagon bridge I love I love the art in this comic, and I have I need to read the last two. But I flipped through this one, and it looks cool. It's like great, 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 great art. I buy this comic. Ah, oh, damn! There's a particularly good issue of Horror Hound this month. Yeah, who is it? What is it? Black Sabbath. Uh, Black Sabbath on the cover, but uh, Black Sabbath the movie. But uh, man, awesome! Mm-hmm. I this is just one of the best horror magazines ever and uh i highly recommend that if you like that kind of shit support these guys yeah. it's actually not an unaffordable magazine like every other one what is it like 8.99 as opposed to nice Angoria's 20 dollars what uh yeah crazy 20 bucks yeah crazy uh the hunt for the skinwalker texas skin ranger um <laughs> Stole that joke from Mystery Science Theater. I apologize. Uh, that is a... Uh, I know. But uh, it's good. It's fun. Yeah. If you like that kind of crap... If you do. You're going to like it. Uh, if you like a Mothman or a Skunk Ape or any of them things, you're going to love this shit. Uh, Astonishing Iceman. Yeah. There's a lot of X-Men comics that end this week. <laughs> That's my trend of the X-Men books for this week is they all end. They all are like, see you next time. Like literally like every single one of them that came out this week. Um, This one one is definitely like Iceman will be back. Wave. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, fine. It's fine. It's Iceman. And Iceman will be back in Thunderball. I will say the villain of this issue was super like unimpressive. It's like Iceman fighting like a like dork cyborg. And he was like kicking his ass at certain points, and I'm just like, he's like, he's ice man. He just frees this guy like he's worthless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. uh, Incredible Hulk, God good, damn. so good. It's good. It has that weird World War One Ghost Rider I motorcycle guy, World War One Ghost motorcycle Rider. hero. He's very, very, very cool. I love this comic book. Yeah, it's great. Uh, we got uh, Joker and Harley Quinn uncovered. Oh I man! Chose a random it's, one. It's cool how they spent all that time making Harley Quinn not be like reliant on the Joker, and then they put out a comic that's just pinups of Harley Quinn sexily standing next to the Joker. Ugh. But mm. it's it's out this week. It is. Uh, it's out. Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong. Guess what? There's there's a spoiler <laughs> out there on the internet. About what happens in this issue, oh. and it is what it, happens. I didn't. I guess I didn't read it. I mean, don't spo- tell me or something later. Or so or I want to know. Uh, Does Godzilla somebody like somebody dies? What? <laughs> like for reals? Let me uh, see. It. Somebody, someone super dies in this. Oh, he's a whoa. man. Come on now. <laughs> Don't even. Godzilla fucking killed Superman last Godzilla issue. Godzilla killed forever. Superman. At He'll never of, be a Superman. No, it, literally, comic the again. end of it, it's signed by everyone at DC and it says Superman is dead forever and we renounce him and we're burying all <laughs> it, copies of any comic book. Uncopyright circle. Right, exactly. It's got, it's got a copyright with a big red Ghostbusters. We, it's a cease and desist from DC to against, itself against DC saying they can no longer have Superman. <laughs> Either way, I love it. I think this book is fucking yeah, fun yeah. As it's shit. A, it's like a it's a great Justice League comic. Yeah, 
from all and, intents and purposes. And uh, Captera. Yep. Exists. Kill Your Darlings, another guy from some band. Right. It exists. Philadelphia, a book that is actually good, uh, exists. I nice. am not caught up to it, so I don't know what's going on. I do on. not follow it. All I know, all I can say is it came out. I don't, at this point with a book like that, I have so little idea of what. I'll flip through it to see if, like, maybe there's, like, some kind of, like, eye-popping thing or I whatever. Want but desperately no, to go I'm back sure, and read and, the and trades, it's, and it is in, like, Yeah, no, in no way am I, like, shitting on it. I'm I just, so like, far behind. just don't, I never read it in the first place. It's, some things are just not for me. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a book for me, and I'm nice. just not there yet. Good I, comic book. I need to get it. Uh, Lotus Land, number two. That's a good-looking comic book as well. It is a good-looking comic book that I'm not paying attention to. <laughs> uh, Masters of the Universe, The Forge of Destiny, starring Tenacious D. Uh, <laughs> it is out, and it's got that guy. Uh, it is It is as good of a Masters of the Universe comic book as I think one might hope to uh, yeah. to get. It's It looks fine. Exactly. Uh, the letter N this week's this comic is called n this one is called n. there's only the letter n in it so when you open it up it's just a bunch of word bubbles that say mm, mm. but like very creatively yes very night wing he's not a pirate anymore yeah he's still a pirate no not really no but there well he is i mean he's the comic is about him being a pirate but there's less pirate in it than there was it's the end of the pirate yeah. deal but then there's also one where damien turns into a cat which is pretty fun. I missed that. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like a second story in it that ties into the Beast World thing. Nice. Damien becomes a cat. Sorry for the spoiler. Uh, rare Flavours. Yeah. That's the Layla Star creative team, yes. I think, maybe. Tis. Or something. Tis. I don't know. Good. Uh, red Light. It's a sexy comic book. Do you like uh, the boobies? Sexing. Guess what? It has, uh, do, you, felt... do you enjoy the sexing? Mm-hmm. Made me feel uncomfortable when I read it, <laughs> so I put it down and I called. <laughs> it felt like I was going to hell again. Um, here we go. Yeah, I like Ron this. The X Men. Yeah, hooray! Your favorite, <laughs> <That's> little, <awesome. laughs> your favorite toy that looks like a bunch of little metal cardboard boxes <laughs> <laughs> stacked on top of each other. There's a group of people in the world to whom the the <laughs> character of Rom is very important, and I support it fully. And I think it's cool that Marvel is doing Rom again because it's the only place where it makes sense. I'm like, going to say that a Rom comic where Rom com. Rom-com. We call him rom-coms. We do call him rom-coms. But a rom-com where he is not in the Marvel universe is pointless. I agree. Uh, also, I, I just find, like, rom is the funniest thing. Like, it's just, it's this point in time. <laughs> he doesn't even have fingers. He's the <laughs> It's this toy that was sold to us as this big lie that was like, this is the greatest fucking thing. Oh, yeah. It was in all these comic books and it was everywhere. And I thought, Rom. oh my God, Rom, this is going to be the coolest thing. I can't wait to see Rom. And I could never find one. I never saw one. In I the never wild. saw one. And then uh, Funbox Monster Emporium, when we were separate from Co City, someone sold me one in the box, like nice. a mint in the box rom and i took this thing out and i was like oh my god this is going to be the greatest thing ever it had four points of articulation <laughs> it looked like three cardboard boxes stacked on top of itself with one glowing eye in the middle and i was like this thing sucks yeah this is the worst fucking toy i've ever seen in my life and 
it still hit me because the advertising was so strong. Yeah, the the the, the game was good, and and that's like really like it, to me, Rom mm-hmm. is the best Bill Mantlo oh, thing that like he well, did. You know, like he built that from ground floor, and because like, he can't be. It's blamed cool. for what Rom looks like because he was strapped with a toy. Yeah, all the yes. other Galadorians look f- just perfectly normal-ish. Yes. But the thing that is important is that the fucking dire wraiths are scary and awesome yeah. and like some of the best villains created in the Marvel Universe. Agreed. And never got their fair shake outside of the Rom comics. Correct. So uh, that's, that's the real takeaway is that the dire wraiths Two thumbs up. Definitely. Uh, Rom had the best villains. That Sinkevich one, that oh, black cover absolutely. with the, ra- yeah, the wraith yeah. on it, like that's one of my favorite comics. Like it's that, beautiful. like was super eye catching to me as a even as a person who didn't read Marvel comics. Like that was like, I saw that and I, I wished the comic inside was as cool. Yeah. But no offense. Now no. I appreciate very much Sal Buscema and Sam, um, Didco and everybody that was involved. Who's in the mood for a rumpus? Why? I just couldn't get past how similar the premise is to Billionaire Island, and I just yeah. like, can't buy into it. But it's Mark Russell, so it's guaranteed probably the best comic on the stands. Like that guy's brilliant. Well, we have a another one shot this week, which is weird. A uh, shift. That's a uh, Radiant Black. Radiant Black. I think it's part of Radiant Black. Oh, good. Or possibly like something. It looks like those characters. Radiant something else. Good. I, I was like, oh, cool, an anthology, and then I saw the Radiant Blacks, and I was like, nothing against that. I just don't follow no, it. So I was not like, my okay, thing, well, yeah. I don't have to pay attention to this. Uh, Spawn. 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 I love that Carlo Barberia is drawing Spawn and has been for quite a while. Like, I think that's cool. He, he draws draw a good impulse. <laughs> like I, now he's like doing Spawn. It's like, mean, and it works. It does work. It does feel like a little bit of a fall from grace, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Spider Boy. Yeah. It's calling people dinks. It's got <laughs> too many eyes. You fat, fat dinks. <laughs> That's a quote from Spider Boy. Actually, no, it's not. Fat, throbbing dinks. You um, big. <laughs> no, we're not going to go further you down. You big there. succulent hogs. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I wish I could still be embarrassed for myself, but I can't. Nah. Uh, it's just not. It's We're well past that point. <laughs> yeah. I'm too old. Uh, spine-tingling yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, it's this horror-themed Spider-Man comic where he's on the subway and everybody's gross. Yes. It's like eating at a subway. <laughs> everything's gross. Everything's, <laughs> he's on a subway. He's eating subway. Everything's gross. <laughs> God, I can't imagine a combination of two worst fucking things in the world. <laughs> Eating Subway on, on the subway. subway. Oh, I guarantee it's been done. I guarantee it, but not by anyone who didn't get the Hantavirus. Um, okay, so uh, Superior Spider-Man. Yes. If you're wondering how it's going to happen that Superior Spider-Man comes back, you definitely won't know after this comic comes out, <laughs> which is number two. Yep. So just so you know, strap in. Uh, yeah, this is a long haul. It is. Yeah. How's it gonna be? Well, maybe you'll find out next week or next yeah. month. Maybe, Slot's maybe, not, maybe not not firing on the same cylinders he was ten years ago, but I don't know. He's good. He's still good. Uh, Uncanny Spider-Man continues to be a comic that I love, and fucking bring the Bamps into anything, and you've sold me. But it is also a dun dun dun. See you next time. See you next week. It's a ending comic. See you next Tuesday, but still good. Yeah, um, that's fine. Child of the Storm. 
Oh, I don't think I read that. Is that it a is, Star Trek? No, it's the Star Wars High Republic Star number Wars. two. It is Child of the Storm as the subtitle. Meh, uh, yeah, whatever. It's Star Wars. I didn't read it. Um, <laughs> I didn't read Star Wars Revelations either. Nor did I. There it's it short stories collected. It's something, maybe. Fair enough. Know. Whatever. I like it when people collect things. Uh, <laughs> ticks, whatever. Um, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Superman. Yeah, this is the one that's drawn by the guy who normally draws Nightwing, but did this issue of Superman. It's it's cool. There's some really good art in this this comic, and I, uh, yeah, Superman comic with cool art. With Redondo. Bruno Redondo. Redondo. It's a very good designer of a page, and he does a lot of covers, so like having him on a monthly book is good, and I actually really, really like him on Nightwing um, in the way that I like. Yeah, and his Suicide Squad was top notch. The last yep. time I really liked Suicide Squad. But uh, yeah, now he's, he did the Superman comic. He also did that Harley Quinn comic. Two in a week. Well, check it out. Merry Some Christmas. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The, ro- the Road. <coughs> oh, shoot. The Road to 150. Sorry. Don't die. <coughs> I'm not gonna. Okay. Drink uh, that. Drink that there's nothing sweet, left. sweet soda. There's literally nothing left. I'll be fine. Ah, it makes me want to drink my my water. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Bob, feel free to go get yourself something to drink. Do that. Uh, all right. So that's turtles. They're heroes in a half shell. Turtle power, etc., etc. Uh, you know what? Bob might want to say something about that. So I'll talk about Undiscovered Country, which he will not want to talk about because none of us are following it. But that cover rules. Um, I actually had fun with this book while it was going. I hated the first issue, and then I started getting into it. Uh, Titans Beast World Tour Central City. It's like half good, um, half good, half bad. Or no, half good, half fine. Half half good, half passable. But there's a really fun uh, impulse becomes a lizard, and there's like an impulse becomes a lizard part. And then there's a part where they all become bees, which is kind of cool. <laughs> And uh, Animal Man's daughter is in it. Huh. Those are things I can say about that comic. I do love Animal Man's daughter, honestly. I, yeah, the, she's cool. She's a she's Animal a Girl. Yeah, she's changed her name a couple times. I think she's Animal Girl. Is that is that I don't where know. she? Is she's that wearing where she's an animal. In, I, she's wearing the same costume as Animal Man. She she definitely. I feel like she had said something to address the fact that she was Animal Girl, and she's like, "I'm Animal Woman now," or some shit oh, like I don't know. Ago. But pretty whatever. Young. Uh, Vampirous Carmilla. It's great. So good. These these books are so good. There's it's nothing but quality in this stupid thing. I I don't get it. I don't know why this isn't more popular. Honestly. Yeah, it, I don't either because it's really well, really well done. Should be. Uh, Walking Dead Deluxe is out. Seventy nine. I can't yep. believe there was that many of those. One hundred and thirty something. No, right? but like that. It's this far into the color yeah, version. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, they did the weekly ones, too. I don't know if you remember. Oh, but yeah. But when it got popular, they re-released them as weekly comics. Jesus. And those went yeah. just the same way. Boom. Uh, so here we go. This is the one I was talking about. Wolverine, number 40. This is another example to me of like some super positivity in the Marvel Universe and going back to basics. And this sort of like Wolverine hitting a point where he's like, you know what? I've been I've been on my own for a really long time. I've been doing this whole thing. 
And it turns out that being a death machine is kind of garbage if you're not doing it for someone else, if you're not helping. And so he he has kind of a renewal of purpose. Nice. And there's also a reference to uh, he needs to get Peter Parker because he needs somebody with a big science brain, as he says. And uh, and of course, Spider-Man's response is why don't you talk to beast and wolverine of course is like don't even get me started on beast <laughs> and it's just the, like throw away like sure i've been tortured for several eternities by this horrible monster from another dimension but let's just uh, not even get into it i love i love how you can reduce uh the the most ungodly trauma that has ever been experienced I think a one, Wolverine a throwaway line totally and I think Wolverine and Spider-Man are one of the great Same. two team like team up uh they, it Love. just works there's so many classic comics with those two characters I just reread one from this weird comic uh and the artist is Paolo, Paolo Rivera and he might I don't know if he wrote it or not I know he didn't I think it might be Zeb Wells I'm not sure but it's uh it's Wolverine's birthday and he like yes. wants to hang out with Spider-Man and they're just like and all this shit goes down and at the end of it is just like Wolverine was just like I just wanted you here because you're the one that's going to keep me from fr- flipping my shit yeah. and uh and it's like this really positive story so this really kind of harkened to that and yep. I thought it was really good it's a good a good I reset think, for the series. Yeah, yeah. And I also, I mean, I would say the same thing is true. Or like Calm Beat or something. Right. But, I mean, I think the same is true for uh, the actual uh, Spider-Man and Wolverine, too. That that issue, if you remember. Yeah, that, oh, that yeah. one shot. Oh, man, that was a huge was deal for such, me. That was when such I, when, a great issue. I bought issue. that new off the stand. Oh, it was so good. And, and that moment was such a good character setting for both of them just to play them off of each other and establish who both of the characters are there's I like burned into my memory is the moment where they're fighting and Wolverine cuts a tombstone in half with his claw and Spider-Man's just like back flipping off it and going fuck this guy literally wants to kill me like well the the for me the <laughs> big was a moment really interesting of, moment and I think that like it was kind of at Marvel is not as bold as maybe they were then, but like the part at the end where Wolverine tricks Spider-Man into murdering or not murdering, but like you could say it uh, like into like euthanizing his girlfriend, like that thing at the end is like, that's you've never seen anything like that with Spider-Man. Like since then, like that was like really as heavy duty as I think Marvel maybe probably ever wanted to get probably went a little bit further. Yep. Um, but like that's that was a powerful story. MD Bright did the art, um, and I can't remember who wrote it. Um, J.M. Dematis? I don't know. Dematis. Dematis. I don't know. If that might a... actually been J.M. Dematis. Um, I will also say, uh, speaking of people going as far as they want to go, I just watched the uh, Merry Christmas with the Muppets from the nineties. Okay. Whoa! Speaking of going exactly as far as you want to go, that was like the—is it like, like post Jim Henson death? Post Jim Henson death, oh, okay. pre Disney purchase, uh, and it was there were so many off-color jokes and like like yeah. a moment of like Pepe the prawn being foisted into a woman's crotch and like there were like so many like 
moments oh, of like, oh, we're going as far as we can. Yeah, there was that, uh, was, th- a, that was that was a weird one. There's definitely been a few things with the Muppets. Like to me, it's like they never did lowbrow ever. So it's like it just feels so out of place when you have like those kind of jokes. That with, one to me the... was more. It was less lowbrow than '90s. Well, it was, and like, the, straight the up show 90s. was like pretty like lowbrow as far yeah, as yeah. like it just like it wasn't. It's not like there isn't like risque shit with the show. It's just like it never gets like. It's not a nonstop fart joke. No, they don't. No. I can't think of any fart jokes that ever happened on it. In fact, like the original Muppets, yeah. like wouldn't be a thing they would have made fun of. Um, and speaking of which, this week in Wolverine, I think for the first time I that I can remember, I don't think I've ever heard Spider-Man use the word fart. <laughs> and, uh, he does this week. Oh. There you go. Uh, So Wonder Woman number four is out. That is a comic book. Yeah, it's like, uh, speaking of, it's another Tom King book. It's also like, I think it's like heartwarming or the intention is for it to be heartwarming, but it's definitely like, this is like a very special issue of Wonder Woman. Is that like, did you read it? It's like, it's it's Wonder Woman meets a fan of her. It's like the kid who collects Spider-Man, but like if it was an entire issue long and Wonder Woman took him everywhere. Oh, or Spider-Man took him everywhere. He doesn't, it's not just like talking about stuff or like, gosh, Pete, tell me who you are. It's like, it's like, hey, let's go to Paradise Island. Hey, let's fly in the invisible jet. But it's like that, it's like that type of a story. And I'm sure it's probably very, I I hope very Mm -hmm. much that it's done um, tastefully or whatever. It seemed fine to me, like as a a pass through it, like in the like, yeah, it's like a special issue of Punky Brewster. (laughs) Very special. Yeah, a very special issue, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, Okay, so here we are. This is another book that I'm honestly kind of surprised I liked. Uh, the original X-Men. I like this. Yeah, this is definitely going to scratch the itch for people that want this kind of X-Men comic. It, it's it seemed, weird. It seemed good. I, I love a... the John Romita Jr. Uh, parody, like uh, homage, Kirby homage cover. I thought that was yeah. really cool. The thing is, I like I started reading it. I was like, I know I'm going to read this. Like I gave this a full, full read. Um, and I was excited to read it when it got announced. And basically page three, they're like, blah, 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 multiverse. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to tear this thing up and throw it in the trash. And then I was like, hold on. And I kept going and it was worth it. It was absolutely worth it to keep going because of the the ways that they dealt with what was going on. Yeah, it was cool. And then the very end of it is uh, there's there's like a. Uh, there's been like rumor posts about yeah. like what happens and they're totally right on the money. It's, yeah, it's what it's, it's whatever. Like if you read like bleeding cool, like the thing that they wrote about it is like not far from the yeah. actual. And it's a good idea. I mean, it's, it's what they, they wanted to do. I mean, like a lot of these things, it's like a character reset. So they're, they're doing a character reset. And so uh, it works. If you, if you want this, it's, it's good. I, I absolutely unironically enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, really good. Uh, not a huge fan of Greg Land, but you know what? Yeah. He's serviceable. He does and that Greg, Greg, Greg Land thing. He does the Greg Land thing, and if you if you can enjoy that, then you're going to like it. it. It's, yeah, uh, without spoiling anything, I'll just say that it's better than you think it's going to be. Nice. That's, that's what I'll say, and I absolutely, this would be in my buy pile if I didn't own a comic shop. So I have too many comics no matter what you know who wrote that spider-man wolverine thing it took me so long to google that because there's so many like right, stupid spider-man wolverine things 
James Owsley, a.k.a. Christopher Priest. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, I should have known that. A.k.a. The Owl. A.k.a. <laughs> James Owsley. Uh, every time I hear that name, I think he's the owl. Totally. Um, well, okay. who knows? Maybe he is. You know? Secrets. Don't forget uh, Rooster Hunter. Right? No, Rooster uh, Fighter. Rooster Fighter. Rooster Fighter. Don't forget out. Rooster Fighter is out this week. Yeah, uh, new it is. Rooster Fighter, number five. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of great manga out this week that I probably should start mentioning since it's selling so well. Yeah. But, uh, but yes, there's that. I never know where it is, right? There's a double-tailed cat story out Double-tailed cat, yeah, it's a cat um, with two tails. There's another one of... You know what? You know me. Of course I get a lot of cat shit. So anytime <laughs> there's a cat in one of these mangas, I'm like, well, i got to order a bunch of those. Hey. Um, so, you know, the masterful cat is depressed today and all that stuff is out. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, buy stuff from Coast City Comics. Help us out. That would really... That would be awesome. We ship your weekly books to you. They come out every week, and we have them right up on the website Tuesday night for you to pre-order uh, for shipment on a Wednesday morning. And uh, and we are we're quick. We bag and board everything. It's all nice and nice and neat and awesome. And uh, yeah, spend forty bucks, and there's a special code: arg exclamation point a a r g h exclamation point and you get your shipping for free nice that is a thing that is an amazing deal yeah so do it it's it's awesome and we have lots of crazy shit on that website so go go for a deep dive putting the back catalog on there and trades and all that stuff yeah Uh, i i took a look recently and there are eighty five thousand listings on the website damn we're putting some stuff man hours or people hours because um, it's mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> Are we having a podcast next week? 27th? Why not? Okay, cool. Yeah. Just I didn't know if there was comics delayed because of, of old no, Xmas. <laughs> well, there's one comic that's not delayed, I'll tell you what. One very special comic out next week by me. It's a thing oh. called Rad Wraith, and it's out next week finally. For oh, shit. Merry Christmas. Sake. Merry <laughs> Christmas to me. Uh, I got my comps in the mail last week. Nice. And uh, I found out that they did five variants for it, which I wasn't aware of, but that's cool. That's more than you expected? Uh, I expected two. Nice. And because uh, I gave them two, you know, I have to solicit the art for these. So when... Did they just change the layout of like other the so like it's they like, did a black and white of the old number two that we put out last year? Okay, they did uh, a, like a virgin variant. They did a metal cover. The like it's weird. Nice, but, but I was like, well, they sent me some of them, so that's cool. Nice, that's awesome. That. Uh, so that means that we'll finally get this fucking thing wrapped up, and my life can move on. I can Ooh. close this chapter in my life of not having my book done yeah but i mean it is done it's just like it doesn't feel like it's done until all of the issues are all the all four are all four are done and now that this is actually coming out it will hit the reason that they wanted to get every all their ducks in rows because they do want to release everything monthly okay so once this is out january february and then you know Awesome. Whatever we do. So the one coming that. out is a double of it's a one double and of two. One and two. And then three and, and then four. Three and four come out. Individually. Yes. And just because they hate me and want everyone to be confused, it's actually two and three. Because it's oh. Red Wraith double feature number two is coming out in January, which yeah. is actually issue three. Number three is actually issue four. Oopsie poopsie. Whatever. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. All right. But, well, that's uh, really cool that that's that's happening. I'm very excited about it, and I'm very excited for people to read it. Uh, 
if people hate the ending, it'll be really funny uh, because it's taken so fucking long to come out. <laughs> if people hate the ending, that means they remember it. There you go. Uh, yes, uh, definitely. Uh, no spoilers, but we definitely incredible Hulk this thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you for listening. www.coastcitycomics.com uh, at I'm um, actually comics at Coast City Comics at Dollar Binge for Bob, and uh, anything you need to say. No, there's nothing else that okay. needs to be said. Nothing else. We've said it all. We did. Excellent. Thank you so much. Good night. We will see you next week. Bye. Merry Christmas and all that shit. Oh yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I have to fucking. Pass out.